Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! Give me two. What up, everybody? Utah, give me two. It's the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's here. Follow Utah. us on Twitter. Follow us everywhere. Sign up to the Discord. Subscribe to the YouTube. We're trying to get to 400 subs. The race is on. And in that pursuit, I've got this dude on. The one and only, the man himself. Britton Allen is here. He is live and uncensored today. That's right. We're doing a live show. I don't think... Have you ever done a live show, Britton? I did one uh, with uh, Justin Mason. It was like the Potapalooza. Ah. You no, know, he, he, yeah, I was, I was on, I did one segment and, and that was live. So that was a lot of fun. So I was really looking forward to this. Thank you for asking me to be a guest, uh, guest host this week. I appreciate it. Oh boy. Look at this. You already got a fan club brewing. Anthony loves this guy. He's awesome. Wow. I may or may not have paid him. Uh, wow, so, uh, dude. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you, Anthony. Yeah, obviously you got to pay people off to get them to say nice things about you. That's just how this works. But people should know that Britain is part of the sports ethos. He's got his own podcast. He has a lot of fun doing it. It's gone. It's out of here. I actually was on that show recently. We talked about the opening day and what we saw and blah, blah, blah. That was a lot of fun. So, Britain, it's gone. Are you happy with the show so far? I love it. Uh, I love talking about fantasy baseball. I love talking with people like you. You, Michael Govier, are like the embodiment of fun. You're like fun on steroids, caffeinated, and shot through a cannon in the outer space. <laughs> so That's putting it mildly. That was, I, didn't, I don't overstate anything, by the way. Everything's no, perfectly no. reasonable and even keeled. But, no hyperbole uh, here. Zero hyperbole whatsoever, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I had a I had a great time talking to you, and yeah, I just get on the show and I just talk about fantasy baseball. It's become like a like a a, a weird passion almost. You know, I kind of came to baseball late, and I've just gotten obsessed with baseball and fantasy baseball. So late. So this uh, this is all just this is all just great fun. Huh? I didn't know that you were late to the game. Yeah, 2015. My friend Carl, shout out Carl from work. Carl. Uh, he's a, what up, Carl? <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> I, I love that. He came into my office and said, hey, Britton, um, uh, I want to do a office fantasy baseball league. And, you know, I've got nine people, but I need one more. Would you, would you do it? And I was like, no. <laughs> I said, no, th- no thanks. I'm, I'm not interested. Uh, I don't really follow baseball. You know, I mean, I knew I knew who Mike Trout was, but that was about it. And he goes, <laughs> 
He's like, look, all you need to do, you look, just come there and hit auto draft, and 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 you're in. And I promise you don't have to do anything else. I'm like, no, no thanks. I really don't want to mess with it. And he goes, um, I'm going to have barbecue on the big green egg and a keg. And I go, what time do I need to be there? <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so the, my first draft pick in 2015 and my first ever fantasy uh, baseball draft was Josh Donaldson. I, I believe that's right. And he ended up winning the MVP and then I was hooked. So I would wake up, you know, after weeks and months, I would wake up every day and I would sit on the couch and it's like dark outside, and I look at the stats to see to, to see who hit, who hadn't, and it was daily pickup. So I just I went crazy, and I've just gone crazier ever since. I absolutely love it. I hit the wrong button there. That was the wrong button. Whoops. So that was the too many dicks song. Okay, well, flight hey, of the Concords. Yes, uh, I, I have I have a flight of the Concord story, and, and uh, one time my wife and I, she was driving. I was in the passenger seat, and we were driving to uh, this like little strip mall thing in Nashville. And who's walking down the sidewalk? Jermaine. Oh! I, I flip out. I, I think they were playing. You know, he and Brett were playing a, a show at the Ryman or something. Um, and uh, you know, it's business time, that that type of thing. And so I, I I was starstruck. I went nuts. I like rolled down the window. I put my head out like the like the Dukes of Hazard, you know, like I'm shooting a crossbow at Boss Hog or something. And then and, and for and Jermaine is walking with some some uh, guy, it wasn't Brett, but and, and he sees me and I see him looking at me and I'm, you know, hitting Sarah and I'm like pointing at Jermaine like we're gonna pull over and like kidnap him or something. And he immediate he and his friend immediately run down a side street and we pulled over and we lost him. But, oh. So, I know. I almost I almost met not almost actually. But. That was an uh, anticlimactic even, story. Wow. Not even close to meeting him, but uh, I saw him there and then he got scared and ran away. So <laughs> Oh, that's kind of like story. me when I saw Steven Jackson at the airport last month after I was leaving Vegas for uh, the weekend of main event drafting. I was scared. I was like, wow, that guy's tall and i really kind of would like to talk to him but i'm just some guy you didn't go go talk to him oh i did i ended up i ended up doing because leanne my wonderful wife just uh made it happen but anthony says here dj mj govier playing too many dick song what a song what a day this is even awesome britain is here that's right britain is a wonderful human being uh, you are too kind, Anthony. He is too kind. Gnostic Baseball says 2015, rookie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. He admits it freely. That's okay. 100%. That's how you get people in the game. See, Britain is a story of someone who came to the game. That's what we want. We want to get new people into baseball, fantasy baseball. There's a lot of great people that we all get to meet with, and the game is fun, and I love to compete. So I think it's a win all the way around. I'm glad Britain made that commitment and now look here we are 2023 we're doing a show live here Britton allen make sure you follow him on twitter at Britton. that's two t's oh that works utah two t's give me two two that's l's right. that's right two l's two t's oh shit wow how about that that's funny i didn't think about it like that maybe it was meant to be but i do know I this yeah. i do know this that uh you just mentioned flight of the concord so it's a good time to get into our business time section here as we kick it off here on the show Get your groove on. There you go. Yeah, get your groove on. Oh, yeah. Look, Look, today's show, we're going to focus on May bust or April gods. Are they April gods that will continue to be gods in May? Or will they 
fall apart after a wonderful April and just be made duds. We're going to talk about that. That's the main focus of the show. But I want to remind you guys, make sure you check out Britain's show. It's gone. Sports Ethos. Good stuff over there. Also, Joe Orico works over Sports Ethos. We love Joe. So Sports Ethos has some quality people over there. Shout out to Sports Ethos. Check it all out at your own pleasure. And, of course, follow Britain on Twitter. Follow me at MJ Govier. Check out my new Groove with Govier article. It comes out every Wednesday, ftnfantasy.com. It's totally free. FTN is a subscription service for fantasy, gambling, DFS. They do it all, and they're really, really good at it. We're good at it. But... Check out my weekly free article at ftnfantasy.com. New every Wednesday. It's a baseball roundup. I take a look at what's going on, give some of my thoughts on strategy, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is that may be on my mind, I'll write about it. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. It's a quick business time today. I want to keep it simple. Uh, Britton, any business you want to share? You got some business on the agenda here? I got a little bit of business. Uh, you mentioned Joe Arico. He's a great guy. He's uh, basically a, uh, in charge of the MLB coverage at Sports Ethos, the website. Uh, please go check it out. And he also hosts a podcast called MLB Fantasy Today, which is awesome. He, it's a daily podcast, so uh, please please check it out. And the other day, have you met Joe? Oh, yeah. I definitely met Joe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, he's Canadian, right? And, he is. And I don't want to stereotype Canadian people, but he's literally the nicest dude ever in the history of the world. Like, literally, like, the kindest person. And I was listening to uh, his show the other day, and he was talking about rules changes. And he went on a rant, like, an epic, you know, like, I want to talk to the manager rant. And, and it was so funny watching or hearing Joe get all worked up, you know, because usually he's just just so nice. But he was getting all worked up and getting in, getting in their ladder, getting in the sweat. So it's, <laughs> it's really great. Um, so please go check out Joe's uh, MLB Fantasy Today podcast. He's hilarious. Hell yes. Joe Rico is the man. He's my man. He's Britain's man. He should be your man. He came out and seen last year, and I just fell in love with Joe. And I fell in love with Britain, too, actually. I met both of you guys last year. So that's right. It all started. That's how these stories often begin, folks. Pretty wild. So that's the business news for today, business time. Thank you, Jermaine. Thank you, Brett, for that lovely rendition of business time, which never gets old. Right now I see Jermaine humping away on the video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to... I, I couldn't help myself. You know, sometimes I like to have fun. You said yourself, Britain. I'm a pretty fun guy. I like to have a good time. So uh, in tribute to Britain's podcast called It's Gone, let's hear one of the best who ever did it. Take it away, Ernie. That one is long gone. That's the best. See how easy that was? Love it. Love it. Oh. You, you know, the... Not, not, it's gone isn't just a reference to when someone hits a home run. It's also a reference to Joni Mitchell. You don't know what you've got till it's gone. Shout Ooh. out. Uh, 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 tap, uh, what is it? Yellow Taxi. Uh, yeah. J- Joni Mitchell never lies. Uh, you, you don't know what you got till it's gone. So, I, yeah, that, that's, but you know, the main thing too, I was worried about, I was like, and, and, you know, I had to like review, uh, I had to research this. I was like, is it's with the apostrophe or without in this particular situation? I, I, I had to run that by 15 different people because I couldn't figure it out. I was like, <laughs> is this one of those with the S's? Like, it's gone, it is gone, or does it's non-possessive? I was like, I, I, I don't know. We're just going to stick it on there and hope hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe's here. What's up, Joe? Hey, buddy. Joe's here in the chat. You guys can be in the live chat as well. I'm late, but I'm here. Joe, great to have you. 
chime in with your thoughts, Joe. Tell us how sexy Britain is. And Gnostic Baseball is here. By the way, Gnostic Baseball, who follows our show, he's always in the live chat. He's in the Discord, which is totally free, folks. I'm always telling you. Oh, that's what I forgot the business time. See, I knew I forgot something. I got some really good stuff for you guys on the Patreon. I'm putting my extra effort in. I'm really trying here. I just dropped an a bonus podcast right before we're doing this show. So it's available on the Patreon. So if you love the show, you enjoy the show, there's more. I'm doing more where I just kind of talk by myself. I kind of like it, Britain. I got to tell you, because you know that I do the show live. I also post it as a podcast. You record your show. You don't do video. And I'm throwing you into the fire here live. And you're doing a great job so far. But I got to tell you, it's kind of nice. It's reminding me why I loved audio or radio when I was younger. When I get to sit by myself and do these bonus episodes for the Patreon. Only starts at three bucks, by the way, guys. That's a good deal. Three bucks! Woo! That's actually that's a negative sounder. It should be a happier sounder. That actually sounds scary. That doesn't really work, but... It was a formidable sound. <laughs> it was. This is what happens. I try to do the show. I do 10 things at once. You know, sometimes I make mistakes. Sometimes it works out. Genius, genius, genius. But it's reminding me of what I used to love about. I love the audio format because you can like play more with it. And when you're not live, when I'm when I'm not live streaming, producing the show, running the live chat, trying to host the show and analyze fantasy baseball at once here, it allows me to have more fun with myself. And I've kind of I kind of got back to my roots doing these bonus episodes on the Patreon. I, I dig doing audio by myself without being live on video because it just allows me to have more creative freedom. I love uh, I love doing both, but I really love having guests on. It's it's just a thrill for me to have the opportunity to have somebody, and everybody's been so great. You know, I, I DM or e- email somebody, hey, did is there any chance uh, you, you want to come on a podcast you've never heard of? <laughs> and, you know, 99.9% is always positive. Sure. Let me, you know, let's, let's work it out or something like that. But yeah, I've, I've been real lucky, but, but you're a, you're a pro, uh, you know, so you, you've, you've got the, the, the sounds, the, you, you know, even the screen like me, you know what that is over here? That, that, that's a hook from a mirror that was hanging there about <laughs> 20 minutes ago. Because then I realized uh, I had my wife put a mirror up here. I was like, it's like the doors of perception, you know. If, oh, if yeah. Mirror with with the stuff. So Jim Morrison. You know, I, yeah, Jim Morrison. William Blake. Exactly. William Blake. William Blake. What do you mean, William Blake? I mean William Blake. <laughs> so, We're gonna get so, on yeah. your face and point out your faults. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> so we I'm do. Still work, I'm working at it, but but luckily I, I've got uh, nice people like you to you know hopefully kind of show me the the light a little bit, but. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Boy, that is just so sweet. Whatever, motherfucker! So anyways. (laughs) Hey, we like to have fun here. No, I appreciate the kind words. Britain, look, I got to tell you, the Dodgers are losing by 12 right now. We're live. uh, It's Friday afternoon here. It's about 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The Dodgers are getting smoked by the Cubs. And one of the guys... We're going to talk about here today on the April standouts. Will they continue to be those standouts in the May or will they become failures? One of those guys is Patrick Wisdom, and he went yard again right now. Another home run, three RBIs in this afternoon affair. 12 nothing massacre currently in progress. It's only the bottom of the fifth inning at Rig Field right now. It's only the bottom of the fifth inning. That is crazy. Damn! The Cubs off it. Nico Horner's got three out of four hits, four ribbies. Woo! Wow, this is... Uh, it's a big day here. Patrick Wisdom. I'm just going to come out and out with it because 
I drafted the shit out of Wisdom. I'm not, I'm just saying I wanted him because I love the power. And he was going ADP. I talked about this with Grubu Govier in March 1st, Britain. Patrick Wisdom's... I don't know someone's trying to call me. I'm, oh, let's, uh, You can call the show, by the way, but no 800 numbers. We can get real live people like Anthony, who did call the show a couple weeks ago. But Patrick Wisdom was going ADP 560 on March 1st. And it went up a bit to around, I think, 400 before the season started, like 410. That was just a steal of a deal because he's shown the power. Yes, he strikes out a lot. Wisdom whiffs at an incredible rate. He was at a 40% rate in 2021, but he's cut that down now to 30. So (laughs) that's a little better. But are we believing that Patrick Wisdom, do you trust Patrick Wisdom? What's your take on Patrick Wisdom? Because I think it's, it was a cheap way for me to fill a third base corner infielder who I thought would hit 30 home runs. And he's already got nine now, 10 home runs. I think he's got nine or 10 already. It's crazy. He's the, the hottest hitter in baseball for, for the month of May. He's been awesome. And I don't think there's any reason to, <laughs> to, 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 to think it's going to stop because, you know, Chicago is a cold city. It's a windy city, and it's going to warm up. And you know what's going to happen? Those balls are just going to keep flying out of Wrigley Field, which is, I think, obviously one of the best places to go watch a baseball game. That's but, putting it mildly. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Patrick Wisdom has been hitting the ball hard. He's he's like you said, he's he's a slugger, and if you're going to be a slugger in Wrigley Field, it's going to work out. So he's on a hot streak. He's going to have a month. So, you know, for every April, there's going to be a June where he goes 0 for 26. But at the end of the day, you're going to get probably 30 plus home runs for like you said, a guy whose ADP is 400 plus or something like that. I mean, that's just striking. That's just striking it rich, and that's. that's <laughs> Patrick, but you know, the, the, speaking of that game, uh, the Dodgers um, and the Cubs, of course, I had Julio Urias starting in my um, auto oh, league. Of course, me too. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so that, that, that hurts. But I wanted to ask you about uh, one of the Dodgers players, James Outman. Mm. I, was, I was looking at him, the outfielder, center fielder for um, the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, he is ranked 23rd on the Rasball Player Raider for the year, and I know it's only a couple weeks, but here are some players that are ranked behind James Outman. Julio Rodriguez, Kyle Tucker, Shohei Otani, Bo Bichette, and Jordan Alvarez. Wow. You go, James Outman. <laughs> Do your thing, James. James is on our cover today. He was in our thumbnail. I put him in there. He's in the corner there. And he's got some talent. That's why the Dodgers like James Outman. I believe what Outman is doing is legit. He might be playing a little over his head right now. But clearly, Andrew Friedman, the Dodgers, had a plan here. They didn't spend as much money. You know, there's still the talk. They'll try to go for Shohei. Maybe they're saving for that. Not that they have to save anyways. They have endless amounts of cash. So that's just, that's another discussion altogether. But today in Wrigley Field, where the Dodgers are getting crushed 12-0. By the way, Urias only gave up five earned runs, so that could be a lot worse. That could be, it's not Kyle Freeland territory Monday night where he gave up seven earned at Coors, which was just, Coors. I'm an idiot. I don't know what I was thinking by doing that. I, I streamed him in my main event. What was I thinking? So dumb. Anyways, it's only five earned runs from Urias, so it could be worse. Wrigley Field, as you said, the ball flies out of there. It's a free-for-all. It just happens to be warmer and warmer as the season progresses, and more balls will keep flying, as Britain clearly stated. Way back! Might be out of here! Hey! He did it again! He did it again! <laughs> oh! 
That's Patrick Wisdom. Harry Carey's doing Patrick Wisdom homework. I love it. But (laughs) Altman, they they went right with Altman, and they believed in him. So that tells me right away, 25-year-old guy, they believe in him. They like his talent. And if the Dodgers believe in him, that's a pretty uh, strong endorsement, I would say. I know the Dodgers signed all kinds of bozos off the waiver wire, desperation plays, Jimmy Nelson's. You know, they try to have reclamation projects. This year, it's Alex Reyes. Maybe he'll be the reclamation project. But when it comes to their guys, they know what they're doing. So I'm pro-Outman, and I don't think I don't think there's any reason, looking at Outman's profile, to say, I am not expecting him to continue to do what he's doing. Like I said, he might slow it down a bit, Britain, but I'm pro-Outman, and I think I, there's a difference between being pro-Outman and me telling you, hey, I want to go out and trade for James Outman. They're, those are two different distinctions, I think. Right. Yeah, you don't want to trade Julio Rodriguez for, for James Outman. <laughs> although, <laughs> James <laughs> James Outman, uh, he does bat leadoff against uh, righties. Since he's a lefty bat, but th- this Ooh, past that's week big. he's been batting leadoff. Batting leadoff for the Dodgers. Look at this one. Did you laugh at this one? Patrick Wiftum. <laughs> Good one, Joe. That's that a funny good. one. <laughs> but I, I, not to spend too much time on uh, Outman, but isn't he the guy with the pet rock? I think we've talked about. Yeah, this. we talked about that on your show. That's right. Yeah, he's got a pet. Yeah, that's right. He's got a, he's got a pet rock named Rocky or, or or something, and it's got he like drew a face on it. And it sits in his locker room. I mean, I, I don't know what's going on with this guy. I, I don't know, but he's he's got kind of like the, the the mind over matter, you know, third eye thing going on with his pet rock. So you know, yeah, oh, I'm down with the third you gotta, eye. You got to roll with that. Tool Tool talks about the third eye. Bill Hicks talked about the third eye. Those are good things. Those are smart people. Those are the kind of guys I want to be around. But James Altman, are you? What is the context you would trade for Altman? That's what I want to know, Britton. Like, do you think he's worth? going out and grabbing in 12-teamers, or is he more of a 15-, 14-team league play? I think he's a 12-team play. I think he's going to uh, – I think this is going to continue throughout the year. Uh, he's going to, you know, bat lead off against righties. I don't see any reason. Like, he's literally one of the best players in uh, baseball. And, yeah, he's, the pitchers will adjust and things like that. But, um, you know, I – I'm all about riding some hot streaks because they're going to be cold streaks. Yes. So why why not go get them now? And if you're in a 12 teamer, when he gets on a cold streak, you, you you drop them and you move on, or you know pick up the next hot hotness. But obviously, if it's a 15 team league stuff like that, it's going to be a lot harder to, to acquire uh, Outman, you know, for the long haul. But uh, yeah, I mean he's 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 looking good, and you know the Dodgers are. I, I love of course it, any player for the Dodgers you want. Uh, literally any player for the Dodgers because the team context is so good. So, yeah, <laughs> that's man, putting it mildly. I'm getting fired up for some James Altman. Yeah, let's get fired up. Lock it in. Here we go. I'm locking it in. His numbers look pretty decent so far. There you see him on your screen for those of you watching live. A lot of red here on his meters. K rates at 30%. That's always a concern, but these days, 30%, you know, it doesn't mean what it used to. It just doesn't. And that 14% walk rate, that's real nice. I like to see that. That's always a nice reinforcement. Expected stats say he should be a little worse based on average, so maybe he's getting some lucky breaks, but I'm not not overly worried about that with Outman. Outman's a guy who is in this lineup for a reason. The Dodgers are a good team, and I say say stick with it. I'm not necessarily still going to tell people to go out there and trade for him. I just won't. I can't do that yet, but I'm willing 
to definitely use him in 12-teamers and up. I'm with you there. 10-teamers, yeah, ride a hot streak, just like Wisdom. I'm going to ride the hot streak with Wisdom. I know Wisdom's going to go cold. He's going to go real cold, and I may even end up dropping him in a few 15-teamers. I get it. You want to... It's not about the studs you draft at the top of your draft. It's about the guys that you pick up and that you draft late and that you get to take them for a ride. You get to go on a ride with them and enjoy the stats, and then when it's time to say goodbye, you shake hands, you say... Thank you very much, Pat Wisdom. It's been a pleasure. We appreciated all you've done for us here at Team Govier, but we're moving on. And then you ride the next hot streak. It's it's they know these guys know they're professionals, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and you nailed it on the head. Look, if you drafted a guy in round one through ten, you keep him no matter what. No, I, I don't. I'm barring injury. No matter what the circumstances, you hang on to that player. But you know, in the twentieth round and beyond, or, or whatever, depending on the side of the league, yeah, cut that. You know, cut that guy and, and um, you know, grab James Allen oh, if you can. I'm glad you said that then because somebody, Robbie Ray. Let me bring up Robbie Ray real quick. Obviously, he's out. He's maybe coming back mid-May. I said in my Groove with Govier article, FDMFantasy.com last week, this past week, that in 10 team leagues, you could drop Ray. What do you think of that? 100% agree. You do? Uh, Rob, okay. 100, 100%. Because you don't know if he comes back, like how many rehabs th- does he do? Is, is he a hundred percent when he comes back? What does he look like? He's he's not, you know, he's not going to come back, Cy Young, Robbie Ray, and you know, just start rolling it. So yeah, I, I especially in a ten or twelve team, churn, churn and burn. You know, that's the name of the game. But that's lo- that's why you need to listen to the Plazo podcast <laughs> because there it's gone. Because you know we're going to be talking about these these players that get hot and just think. It's like uh, it's like leasing a car, you know. Every year, don't they give you a new car or something? Maybe I have all that wrong. I'm not, I'm, I've never leased a car. Yeah, clearly not. Like a new car. No, that's not how that works. All right. So anyway, so yeah, you just keep adding new players, and you and you know just keep it going. Other than those established veterans that are having, sure, you know, cold streaks. If they're healthy, but, yeah. yeah. If they're healthy, you you gonna ride it out for a bit. You bench them. Gnostic Baseball says, and you guys can jump in the live chat here. We got a lot of comments. I got to get to. Gnostic says. Ray is no McCullers. Okay, well, yeah, that's fair. Joe sure. says Robbie Ray, sure. Brandon Woodruff. Okay. Um Oh, also quick shout out to Robbie Ray from Brentwood, Tennessee, which is right <laughs> down the road. What? Right down the road from where I live. He went to Brentwood High, I think, or maybe Brentwood Academy, but yeah. Oh. It, he's also in my auto new league team, which is in dead last. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's April 21st. I'd rather be in last now than at the end of the season. I would. Oh, last. Yeah, who cares? But, I, but, you know, I love the auto new league. I, I've heard you talk about it, too. Mm-hmm. I just I randomly joined one a couple years ago, and it's easily my favorite league of all the leagues I'm in. I oh, the, the auto new style. Okay. Yeah, I like it a lot. I'm definitely into it. I'm enjoying it. I got one league this year. I'll definitely maybe do another one next year, but I might have to reevaluate all that because... I've been way too many leagues this year. It's out of control. I got to get through this season first, so let's not even think about 2024. But Robbie Ray, I would drop in tens. Brandon Woodruff, that's a tougher one. That's a little tougher for me. But why should it be? Because this injury he has is a little more serious than they initially thought. It was supposed to be a cautious IL stay originally for Brandon Woodruff, which was, you know, that was a load of crap. That was That didn't turn out to be true. Can't do it. But... Somehow it does feel a little different, but not too much. Even if Ray is 10 spots lower on your starting pitching rankings versus Woodruff. I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't have a clear answer. Would you drop Brandon Woodruff in a 10-teamer right now, Mr. Britton Allen? 
Ten team, yes. You would? Uh, I, okay. I would. I, I don't want to, but uh, you got to make those decisions and you keep keep it turning. He, he's not going to help you for for a while. And in a ten team league, see that's the thing. It's all context. Like in a ten team league, there are players on that waiver wire yes. that can help you right today, this second. You can go out and grab somebody. You know, and you, you don't. And look, Brandon Woodruff is is obviously an elite player. You probably draft him like at the you know second round, uh, maybe even at the yeah. End. Well, not in a ten team league, yeah. but anyway, third round. So yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's hard. But that's you know you, you got to do it because you got to keep churning and keep putting up those stats because everybody else in your ten team league is going to be nailing stats because everybody has stars like superstars. <laughs> so so you got to let them go. Yeah, you might consider yourself a failure if you drop Brandon Woodruff, but don't look at it like that. 10-team league, Britain's staying it all. Yes, there's so many players available on a 10-team league. I would, I'm would, i not in many 10-teamers at all. It's not really my thing, but I know in 12-team leagues that I play a lot, I play OC, online championships for NFBC. That's a 12-teamer, and there's a lot of guys on the wire that are not on the wire in a 15-teamer, so I can only imagine how many more guys are available on the waiver wire in a 10-team league. That just gets me all hot and bothered and excited here. I Ooh, I got to calm down, guys. I got to calm down. Maybe I should have a, a cold Coors Light. This right here is a silver bullet all the way from Colorado. <laughs> Thanks, baby Billy. All right, so that's our word there. Other comments? Let's see. You guys are killing it with the comments today. Apparently, I don't know if this is still in progress, but Smiley had 8Ks in today's outing. He's dominating Drew Smiley of the Cubs, kicking the Dodgers' butt today on the mound. Derek Schaefer, what's up, Schaefer, my guy? Hey, D. Schaefer, so good to see you here. I've not seen D. Schaefer in a live chat in a long time. So glad you're here. Apparently, Smiley's career high is 12Ks. We'll see if he tops that today. And he was uh, a no-no in progress. Don't talk about it. I just blew it. I ruined it. Sorry, folks. Yeah, so uh, you guys can blame me if he uh, doesn't finish that no-no. But no way Smiley can finish a no-no because... No. no way anybody started Drew Smiley today, and not even in, you know. <laughs> there's just no. I mean, even 15 team league. No, no. I just don't. I can't I've got a serious it. problem with Smiley Britton. A serious problem because he was a tiger a long time ago, and he kind of let us down. It didn't work out, and people keep giving him chances because they believe in him, and he has moments like this where he can dominate for a couple of weeks. But over a course of a season, he just doesn't seem to stay healthy enough or give you consistent output. But there's something going on with the Cubs here. You talk about April standouts. These Justin Steele was another guy we're going to talk about. Even Hayden Wesneski, the Cubs starting yeah. pitching, it's becoming a place where you can kind of rely on what the Cubs are offering as a starter four out of five days. It's pretty, pretty good, pretty, pretty good. How did they get Hayden Wes, Wesneski from the Yankees? Well, I, I can't remember what they gave back, but that was a. I don't care what they gave, but that was a steal. Good, good job by the Cubs to get uh, Hayden. And I know he's had a couple bad starts, but he had a couple. Uh, at least one good one too. I think it was against Oakland, but that guy's legit. So I, I agree a hundred percent. So you're, so even Drew Smiley could fall under that spell then. Yeah, definitely you could follow. I mean, I, you know, I kind of worry about uh, pitching in Wrigley Field, but uh, it sounds like he's got it figured out. Welcome <laughs> to hell. Yeah, I'm going to do that to you. Sorry. <laughs> Did, didn't he kind of shine Drew Smiley at uh, Tampa Bay? Wasn't that where he kind of made his yeah you know, made his money? Yeah, that was the that was the deal long ago when the Tigers who uh, you know they made a few bad trades Tigers. here and there, but Drew Smiley made his bones with the Tampa Bay Rays, and he had some moment with the Tigers, and he's bounced around everywhere. He's pitched for Atlanta. He now pitched for the Cubs. I think. By the way, Hayden Wesneski was a part of the. Uh, 
the Efros trade last year? The legendary man himself, Scott Efros. <laughs> no offense, Mr. Efros, but man. I mean, the Cubs got like a, a starting rotation pitcher out of that. Yeah, they did. Uh, good, all you can say is just great move. <laughs> great job. That's all you great can job. say is great job. Uh, Schaefer was here in the, yeah, West Nesky for Efros. Thanks. Thanks, D. You guys are all over here in the live chat. You guys are on fire today. Joe I says, know. I started Smiley in my fantasy emoji league. <laughs> what the hell's a fantasy Cause, emoji league? Because he smiles. Ah, oh, uh, there you go. Okay. Genius, uh, J-Hook703. Genius, I see. Genius, genius, yeah, genius. That's, uh, most impressive. Hey, when you get it right, say it loud and say it proud, because there's going to be days got it. where it doesn't go your way. Okay, so, all right. Smiley, not a guy we were going to talk about, but Justin Steele performed last year. So... For him to have a solid April, why wouldn't he continue this into May and the rest of the season? I mean, his stuff is electric. He's got legit stuff here. Yeah, he's, he's totally legit. Justin Steele was a great preseason, kind of, you know, not under the radar because, he, like you said, he did have good starts last year. But I think a lot of people just worried about the Cubs in general. Mm, and so yes. kind of stay away. And nobody saw this. Well, maybe you did, but no. You know, the, the Patrick Wisdom resurgence. And how well has Cody Bellinger worked out so far? I know it's early, but they paid him, what, like $15 million on a one-year deal? Who cares? They make that in one weekend in Chicago Wrigley Field, you know? Yeah. And so now now they have this former MVP, uh, you know, you know, playing great. It looks like he's found – I don't know if he's it's the shift or not the shift or whatever. He hit a dong today. It it's his fifth dong. Yeah. Fifth dong in the year against his uh, former team, the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers let him go knowing that he just needed a change of scenery. I truly believe they only felt they had to because things had just gone sideways for him and he needed a fresh environment. I truly think that had a lot to do with it. 100% right. And I was listening to uh, Dan Plesak. Do you watch uh, the MLB Central or uh, – you know those those shows, huh? No, of course I, I don't have television. Yeah. I have stre- I just stream stuff. So I haven't watched MLB Network in like thirteen years. I miss MLB Network. I wish I had it. I really do. Well, he was talking last night about Madison Bumgarner getting DFA'd, which is oh, hilarious. Yeah. But uh, so um, so Dan Plesek was saying that you know uh, Mad Bum just needed a, a, ch- a change of scenery, and he, and he was talking from personal experience. Plesek was like, I was having well, like the worst year of my career. I got traded. And then I had the three best years of my career after that, just because something happened. I don't know what it was, but something happened. I moved teams, and and, and stuff just started clicking. So okay, yeah, that, it, so I thought that was interesting from a from an actual player saying that it it, it really does work. Hell sometimes. yeah, hell yeah. So. Anthony says in the live chat, fantasy sports Palazzo fantasy sports. That's us. Someone told me Stone Garrett reminds him of Yassia Puig. That's a, I haven't heard that one. That's interesting. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks later, Stone Garrett is Yasiel Puig. I don't think so. I think, I think Stone Garrett is Stone Garrett, and he's definitely not a profile of Puig. Are, are you messing with me, Anthony? Sometimes Anthony likes to mess with me, so I don't know if he's being serious <laughs> or not. He's a funny guy. Shout out to Anthony. But I haven't heard that one. I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. Is he, is, is Stone Garrett really unlikable? didn't like uh granky throw his bags out of the bus or something i can't remember i know he he pissed a lot of people off so that's why he's gone it didn't work out 
uh, there's a series. This is exciting. And Rupert, I hope this is a real person because there's a guy on Twitter named Rupert who's a made-up Twitter guy, and I know who he is. He's having fun with me, and that's fine. If this is a real Rupert Henley, nice to meet you. He wants to know how the impact of the series between the Padres and the Giants, which is in Mexico City next week, how does that affect your start-sit decisions? Well, start them all. It's like Coors times 10, right? Like, <laughs> you, you, yeah, you, you, you start them all. You got you to gotta crack, crack open that Coors. You hear that swish, that ksh. It's like that in, in Mexico City. The, the altitude is, is much higher than um, in Colorado. So, yeah, I would say absolutely start it, everybody. I wasn't aware of this. This was news to me, actually. And I'm, I'm well, glad. You yeah, you probably don't really think of Mexico City just, you know, just in general. But uh, I suppose I, I'm not up to date on the latest in Mexico City. But I, I think it's cool that they do stuff like this. And I know they love baseball in Mexico. So this will be a fun opportunity. It's the 2023. This is what you're seeing on our screen. This is not a made up website. 2023 MLB World Tour. That sounds so dumb. Like it's Motley Crue <laughs> or something like that. We're going worldwide. We're going to have T-shirts and everything. <laughs> but the world tour continues and next week we're in lincoln nebraska yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're playing the globo dome in lincoln nebraska next week look mlb keeps trying to push this agenda with the world baseball classic though we're a part of the world we're a worldwide entity and you don't have to push that we know we have players from a lot of different countries okay we already knew that it's been a part of baseball for a really long time. Actually, not as long as it should be because, you know, baseball used to be racist and didn't allow people who weren't white to play the game. So never forget that. Never forget that about MLB as they're trying to make money off these people now. Just yeah, shout out Jackie Robinson, number 42, the greatest player I think to, to ever play. He's kind of a, kind of a hero in, in our household. But, you know, I do like the, like the WBC. Uh, I, I loved, you know, uh, watching uh, the – you know, Venezuela, the Dominican Republic, with all those superstars. I just love that whole vibe. So, you know, the more games they can play outside the United States, uh, yeah, 100% do it because, you know, it's just such a hopefully just, you know, kind of spurn, you know, getting a, a worldwide view of uh, of the game. So, yeah. Absolutely. Hell yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Flawless victory. Good job, be Bench of pitchers in that outing. So the Giants and Padres – that is on the 29th and 30th. Today's Friday, April 21st. So let's see. That's a Sunday. Is that a Sunday to Monday? Yeah, it looks. Wait, 22nd and 23rd. Seven plus two is nine. Oh, it's next Saturday and Sunday. Okay, so on Saturday and Sunday, I don't know how far we can look ahead here on the pitching probables, but uh, let's see. For the Giants, they'll be throwing out in five days. We got. Descafani, Webb, and then to be announced on Sunday here. And then next week for St. Louis, the Giants have Cobb, Mania, Descafani, and Webb, which means we'll probably be looking, going back to the top rotation for someone to be determined. And then Alex Cobb could be pitching there. That I think with the altitude, and it's a unique, we saw what happened with the Field of Dreams games where they said there was a special baseball brought out. There's a lot of offense. <laughs> I mean, so, That's a great point. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. So maybe venture pitchers sit it sit out the pitching on that series, and if you're wrong, then you could say, "Well, my process was sound. I'm surprised that there's no offense here." Right? 
hundred percent agree because you know pitchers are weirdos. You know, like they have <laughs> like they're they're kind of on the team but not really. Like the least team oriented person is the starting pitchers. You know what I mean? So like they just do their own thing and they're they're in their own headspace. Yeah. So here you and so here you are a pitcher, and you know and a lot of things right on feel and 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 so many variables and now you're in Mexico City in in a stadium you know you know completely out of your element in, in another country too it's not like you're you know out at, at you know out in the road on a hotel or something like that True. plus the the elevation is intense yeah i mean the you know, if somebody throws a perfect game, you know, crazier things have happened in the world. But, but you know, play the probabilities. Better safe than sorry. I would bench all those guys and just fire up all those hitters watching that ball just sail and it just keeps on sailing out, out you know, out into the outfield. Wee! Great job. Yeah. Let's watch it go way, 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 way back, folks. It's going to go yambo, as I like to say. So, Joe in the live chat said it's Musgrove versus Cobb as of now for April 30th. Yeah, those are good pitchers, but and Musgrove will be back. Musgrove's ready to go, so that's great news. If you drafted Musgrove, you really didn't miss that much time. That ended up working out pretty good if you got the discount on Musgrove because of his preseason injury pumping too much weights with uh, Arnold or uh, or maybe whoever he... I don't know who he works out with. Maybe it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hans, Hans and Franz. <laughs> Is that, too, is that too old a reference? Not for me. I used to do that when I was a kid. I used to make yeah. my dad laugh because I did a great Hans and Franz. We had the pop. You up. It was yeah. an Arnold, uh, you know, satire. It was funny. I liked it. And, Don't you know. worry. We can just transfer money from your account into a portfolio with your son. And it's gone. That's the baseballs in Mexico City next weekend. Okay, so let's get back to focus. Love the live chat. You guys are killing it. Thank you so much. Oh, Anthony also says he was being serious when he talked about his question. So, Anthony, I apologize. I did not mean to take... He really has heard that Stone Garrett reminds people of Yasiel Puig. So, if that is true, then that could be a red flag. But Yasiel Puig... That, you know, that, he, that could be read the other way, though. No being serious. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not being serious. See, that's Anthony. No being serious. He, just when you think you got it figured out, you look at it again, you're like, wait a minute. N- n- no, I'm not being serious? Or, no, I am being serious. Like, I don't, I don't know. Well it's played. It's a mystery wrapped in a riddle. <laughs> uh, Anthony says, MJ, I called you before from a 1-800-Flowers number. Is that true? Oh, I didn't know it was you. Sorry. You can call back if you want to call the show. We'll take your questions. The number's on the bottom, 734-489-3224. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. We're live here. Follow Britton Allen on Twitter. Britton, two T's, two L's. Give me Utah. two. Give me two. Two L's, two Z's for Palazzo Podcast. Discord's free. The link's in our Twitter bio at the top. Patreon starts at three bucks. Lots of fun stuff available to help you win. We're here to help you win your fantasy leagues. That's seriously. We'll have a few laughs. We'd like to entertain, but we are about winning. I'm very competitive, and I don't want to lose. I want to win. So I'm already happy that Patrick Wisdom turned my fantasy team around in my main event with a home run today. Got us off to a good start before we even got the rest of the games going. Thank you, Patrick Wisdom. So let's get back to some other guys who are playing real well in April that we're questioning or we're confident that they're going to continue in May. Who else you got on your list, Britton? Give us another guy. I want to talk about Corey Jolks. It's an awkward way to say it, but it, uh, I saw an interview with the man, and he pronounced it Jolks like it's like it's uh, written J-U-L-K-S. He is a Houston Astros, an outfielder, also D-H. He went to the – I love this player. He's kind of like a mini-me of Jordan Alvarez. He does not play every day, but – 
he spells Jordan in left field or a DH. It's not exactly a platoon situation, but he is on fire. And this is what I love about him. And this is kind of going down narrative street, which I love going down, you know, narrative street. But um, so he was rule five eligible for the draft in December. And um, the, uh, the Houston Astros did not protect him. They didn't put him on his 40 man, but he did not get drafted uh, in the rule five draft. So he comes to spring training does Corey Julks, who went to the University of Houston, by the way, he's a home, hometown kid, right? Great job. Did he, did he cry in his basement? Did he did he pout Puig style? No, sir. No, sir. He did not. He went to spring training and crushed it. Crushed it to the point where he said, okay, you're not going to protect me on the Rule 5 draft. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out there and kill it. And that's what he did. So they put him not only on the 40-man roster, but the active roster, which I believe is 26-man roster. So now he is a full-blown a full blown active roster player. He's getting his opportunity. He is crushing it. And he's had three – I wrote this down. He had three home runs <laughs> in his last 10 games. He hits the ball hard 107 miles per hour off the bat. Uh, I love Corey Jolks. Uh, if you if you you know need a player to kind of give yourself a spark, this is the guy because there are going to be injuries, especially to the Houston Astros. Unfortunately, it's just just like you know, just like all um, um, teams. But I think he's special. I think he's I think he's motivated, and I really like Corey Jolks, uh, the uh, outfielder for the Houston Astros. Red alert! Red alert! Commercials incoming! Please be prepared to ignore them. These people are not your friends. These messages are intended to make you feel bad or that something is missing from your life. Red alert! Commercials incoming! Prepare to enable the use of your 15-second skip-ahead button. You are in terrible peril. Red alert! Red alert! Commercials incoming! In three... Two, one. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wow. Great job. Beautiful. That's a great case to be made. Corey Jokes, give a round of applause for Amalek. Britain crunching in here. Well done, Britain. I gotta say, there's a guy who knows a lot about Corey Jokes, loves Corey Jokes. Also, the guy that I trust most because he called Spencer Strider last year. He did. He called Spencer Strider. His name is Russell Withers. He's a great follow. He's the master of making GIFs or GIFs, however you prefer to say them. I don't care. And he does a lot of GIFs for the Plaza podcast over the years. So shout out to Russell. And he prefers the Motley Crue shout as opposed to the Tears for Fears shout. That's fine. I'm a Tears for Fears guy. He's a Motley Crue guy. We'll leave it there. But Russell loves Corey Jokes, and he said he's very excited about his promise this year. So you're in good company, Britain, with you and Russell Withers, pro Corey Jokes, who... 
Right now, it does have a 35% K rate. Um, does that concern you at all? 100% it concerns me. It makes me want to <laughs> shield makes me want to shield my eyes and stick my head in the sand and, and then look up and then do it again and then look up and then hopefully it's gone. <laughs> oh, Rupert, uh, Donovan says, love the Hans and Franz. Hey, look at that. See, you're in good company. They're the pop you up. Sh- and, uh, shout out uh, K- Kevin Nealon and uh, was it Dana Carvey? I think it was. Yeah. It was. You nailed it. Those were the two guys who were both still alive. They're not dead yet, and they're far from being dead either. I don't know why I mentioned that, but uh, I did. Uh, Anthony also says, MJ, go. I called you. Oh, God, so many goddamn comments. I'm repeating myself. Franchise 410 says, yeah, what in her flowers? I think Anthony is a smart guy on Stone Garrett. 100 hot take. Okay, thank you. We appreciate your input. Anthony is pro Andre Lipschitz from the Tigers, who had a really good spring. My Bozo Tigers, who are, they actually won... I, I got to mention this. I can't believe I mentioned this yet. Go Tigers. They won five games in a row this week. That really happened. I can't believe that happened, Britain. And I it's watched, over now, I but. A, yeah, I watched a doubleheader with them. They played the Guardians, and it was freezing cold. And, uh, yeah, they swept them uh, th- that day. And what that you know what I like about the, the Tigers, because I watched those games, is Nate Eaton. What are your thoughts on Nate Eaton as a, uh, as a full-blown Tigers fan? <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, I want to make sure I got this right. Are you talking about Matone? Because Nate Eaton's on Kansas City, so I'm, we're talking about F- Matone. I think Nick we're Matone. About, yes, yes. I, that's okay. I I, that's what I'm here to help. We're live. There's there's no there's no second chances when you're live. So Nick okay, Matone, but, I assume, is yeah. the guy. Yes, he's third base. Bats lead off against uh, righties. Yeah, he's batting 151. Yeah. Did I say? N- Nate Eaton, what is? Yeah, he said Nate. <laughs> yeah, shout out. I told Kevin you, dude. Hastings. When you're live, man. When you're live, yeah. anybody can make a mistake. Hell, even Chris Mistakes. Rock made a mistake on his live Netflix show. It happens. So, yeah, don't feel about bad that. about that at all. No, don't feel bad about that at all. Hey, you're doing great work here. Shout out Chris Rock, who uh, blew it on his Netflix special when he made a mistake. <laughs> we all make mistakes. Brandon Marsh's BABIP is over 500 right now. Seems sustainable. Well, I'm glad Joe brought up Brandon Marsh. Let me say this in response to what you said with Nick Matone. I have no interest. I think he's, I don't think he's a very good player, but Scott Harris did trade for him. Maybe he knows more than I do and he sees something in him and he's going to let him figure it out. I'm not too excited about Matone. So I'll say no, thanks. If he proves me wrong, then I guess I'll have to live with that. But Brandon Marsh is a guy we're going to talk about. So I'm glad Joe brought this up. Marsh's BABIP is high. That'll come down, but he's made swing adjustments in a real meaningful way. In fact, I think I saw Mike Curlin. Shout out to Mike Curlin, who is a great follow on Twitter. He knows a thing or two about fantasy baseball. I think he posted a video about the swing changes side by side from 2022 to 23. And you remember the Phillies, Britain, they brought Marsh in last year. So they brought him in in a trade. Then they have the offseason to work with him and say, hey, let's try this. Let's make some changes. I'm. I'm buying in a Brandon Marsh because he had a prospect pedigree. He struck out too much, but he's in a new club and even better ballpark to hit in a great lineup. I'm, I'm buying Brandon Marsh. I'm even going to go far as to say that I, yes, I would trade for Brandon Marsh if I needed an outfielder. I'm a hundred percent on board with that. Buy high oh. on Brandon Marsh. Remember when um, at the, at the angels, the big deal was Joe Adele or Brandon Marsh, Joe Adele or Brandon. Yes. Marsh. Well, yes. This is, this is how it's worked out. Uh, Joe Adele's not in the major leagues. Brandon Marsh is, and it's 
He's got the, the new home in the Philadelphia Phillies. Apparently, he loves hitting there because that's that's what he does. And he's got a Charlie Blackman, you know, 2017 vibe to him where he, he's, he's got the ZZ top, you know, every girl's crazy about a sharp-dressed man type situation. And he he's on, he's on a hot streak. And playing at, at, for the Phillies is great. And I think Bryce Harper is going to come back fairly soon too, like like before the the All Star break. But so he's play first base. Oh yeah, isn't that awesome? So he's going to so he's going to he's in a great lineup and hitting uh, where the Phillies play. I I, is, I can't remember the name of the park in Philadelphia, but that's a great place to hit. It used to be called Citizens place. Bank. I don't know what the hell they call it now because who could keep up with these goddamn corporate name changes? I don't know. It's called a whole lot of money uh, for it to license. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is. Why don't they just call it Money Park? Every one of them should be called the uh, whoever paid the most Money Park. We're not even going to give you the name. They just paid the most. Yeah, We're Rich Park uh, <laughs> is the name of it. And Brandon Marsh loves hitting there, and he's he's always had the talent. I mean, he was he's not from out of nowhere. He was a high-level prospect. So Exactly. Uh, yeah, so he got out of Los Angeles, uh, Anaheim, and now he's in Philly. Couldn't have worked out better. Couldn't have worked out better. And it's just like you see there. Man, hits the ball hard. He's feeling his Charlie Blackman uh, beard and hair situation. Yeah, I, I'm, hey, I, oh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Let's let's go trade for Brandon Marsh. Brandon Marsh is another one of our cover boys for today's show on YouTube. I love that hair. The hair is blowout with the beard. He looks, he's looking fine. That's a sexy man right there, and I don't mind saying so myself. Way to go, Brandon Marsh. You look at the K rate. It's down to 24% right now. For him, that's progress. That really is progress. And I'll tell you this. You want another fun stat, Britton? Because I got one for you. Hit me up. Since Brandon Marsh was traded last August to the Phillies from the Angels, he has an 890 OPS. That's including that's the rest wonderful. of last year, starting this year. And just for fun, this is... Uh, I want to shout out Corey Seidman. I don't know Corey, but shout out to you. Corey Seidman, who is a, I think he works for NBC Sports Philadelphia. He said, since that date, Marsh's 890 OPS of August 4th last year is higher than Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, Acuna, Alonzo, Jose Ramirez, Kyle Tucker, Xander Bogarts, Randy Rosarina, George Springer, and Julio Rodriguez. I know that might be cherry picking a little bit, and someone's going to call me out for that, and that's fine. You guys can call me out for that. But what that tells me, when you put the whole picture into context, as Britton said earlier, context is king. It's everything. We got to have context. Brandon Marsh is on the right track now, and I'm buying that. And this could last for the whole first half. I don't th- I don't see this slowing down in May suddenly unless somehow there's some adjustment made where they start whiffing him more. But I think he's made the adjustment to get ahead of the game of baseball. So I'm pro Brandon Marsh. I really am. Yeah, I agree. He's worth a shot because he, uh, you know, all the stats and – and, and all that kind of stuff. He's good. That, that's all you have to say. He's good. And he's good. Great he's job. He's young. He's young. He's good. He plays for the Phillies. You know, I'm I'm all on board. And you know what? If you go if you go in on a player who's good on the Phillies on a hot streak and it doesn't work out, you know what? Life goes on. But at least you took that shot because it could work out with Brandon Marsh. Yeah, I feel I feel confident. I actually feel. If we're going to compare James Outman versus Marsh, I think I might Ooh, go Marsh. That's a tough one. Yeah. yeah, I know. It is a tough Ooh. one. I, I think you. That's a good you, problem to have. Yeah, it would be a great problem to have. But if you also are doing a deal, if somebody has Outman and they say, I want Marsh, I'm going to give you Outman. That puts you in a tough spot. And I think 
I hate to lean on this crutch again, but it does matter. What is my team context? What does my roster look like? If it's outfielder for outfielder, do I need more power? Do I need to score more runs? Because I think, uh, Marsh, we're going to give a little bit more, a little bit more in the power department, right? But not a by much. More, yeah. Um, both team context is good. Does the pet rock situation move <laughs> you? In, <laughs> of course, is yes. That the, is that the dumbest thing I've ever said? No, unfortunately. <laughs> no, it's not. But, uh, <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Oh, bad news, guys. Drew Smiley, the perfect game is no more. Thank you, Anthony, for that wonderful update. And Anthony also says Philadelphia is called the castle now? What, castle? What? what? Like castle? Like the little delicious uh, mm. Oh, yeah. Crave case? You know, how many burgers come in a Crave case? Do you know that? How many White Castle sliders? Thirteen. Not even close. 30! 30! It's a brief... You've never seen this briefcase? I don't know if they do it anymore. They used to call it the Crave Case. 30 White Castle sliders in a box, in like a briefcase cardboard box. It was incredible. First time I ever saw it, I was 22 years old. And at that time in my life, White Castle was a big deal. Oh my God, it was... was everything and more. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, is this real life? Oh my God! And we had a wonderful time and i had a terrible day on the toilet the next day that's <laughs> well, all i have to down, say about down, that down here in, in in the south they have crystals which oh, i don't like crystals not, yeah i wouldn't i guess stealing's not the right word they they heavily borrowed that, heavily uh, borrowed uh, it's like millie actually, vanilli they heavily uh borrowed oh, someone no, no, else's that, vocals that was cheating. Yeah, oh that was, okay that was, that was flat out maybe a better right. example is vanilla ice heavily borrowed from queen Right, but he he changed up that one little beat, you know. Yep, that so, so heavily yeah. borrowed. <laughs> or what is it? David Bowie, wasn't it? Was it or was it Queen? Oh, it was Under the pressure? it was Queen and Bowie, yeah. So it was a combo. Yeah. But I, the music hey, was look, written made, by Queen. He made a funky song that you can dance to, so it's you know it's all good. Uh, oh as as- yeah. All right, let's get a couple more names on the record here, and then we're going to hit the high road. We love having you guys here. Thanks so much for kicking it with us here on the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. Make sure you subscribe to YouTube while you're here. Don't forget that. Of course, podcast platforms, five-star reviews. You know how it works. If you want to support the show and help us grow, do all the things. I don't need to tell you how to do this. You people know what podcasts are. You guys know what streaming is. You know how it works. You know how the game is played. And if you don't, hit me up on the Discord. I'll tell you all about it after the show. All right, I want to nominate a player because I think you, did you go last? Or did I bring up Brandon Marsh because someone else brought him up? It was a good segue, actually. Yeah, I think it was brought up in the chat. Well done, chat. Chat nominated. Why don't you give us another name? You did a lot of work on that legal pad. I did. I also wrote down the name of J.D. Davis. Ooh, Uh, hell yeah. Now you're speaking my language. Are you a J.D. Davis fan? Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. I was there in 2019. I thought it was all going to come together, and he was going to be a great player for years to come, and that did not happen. Well, now is your time, baby, because J.D. (laughs) Davis is super hot, multiple hits in three of his last four games, six RBI. He's playing every day at third base. He's batting fourth in the lineup, and, yes, it's the Giants. And it's not a great uh, place to hit, but JD Davis hits the ball thing. hard. He does. <laughs> JD, JD Davis hits the ball hard, uh, and and he's it looks like he's figured it out. He is first base and third base eligible too for you know um, eligibility reasons. So yeah, I've always I've always been a, a fan of JD Davis too, and now he's in San Francisco batting cleanup 
every day, hitting the ball hard, and he's 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 on it. So yeah, I, I think J.D. Davis is a player that you can go grab. Who's you know, you know, full speed ahead, uh, you know, and let him just go be an, an everyday starter for the Giants. Oh man, I love it. I am definitely in love with J.D. Davis. I've always had a thing for him. He always hit the ball hard, and now if he's healthy and getting the opportunity, which he is in San Francisco. True love. That's what it is. Yes. We got a love thing. The princess bride. That sure was. Let's hear that again because that was that was kind of quiet. That's what he's mostly dead. He presses on his chest. (laughs) Uh, Have fun storming the castle. (laughs) Uh, Are they talking about the Philadelphia ballpark, the castle? I've never heard of the castle as the the Philadelphia bar. That's that's news to me, but that's interesting. I lived in Philly in 2019 for five months, and they have a whole mega complex set up over there where basically all the sports team stadiums are right there. It's like the Comcast blowout courtyard or something. You got, uh, except I, I don't think financial, Lincoln Financial Field where the Eagles play. I think that's not there, but the basketball arena where the Sixers play and the Flyers play and the Philadelphia baseball field, I think they're both right there. So, I it's a it's a great sports town. It really is. I and I, I like the Phillies too. Um, so, you know, I, I I wish for the best for Bryce Harper and in that team. So, you know, I see. I don't really have like any type of team prejudice. Like as a Tigers fan, are there some teams that that you just can't stand and and you don't like no matter what? Yes, of course there is. I mean. Guardians, we don't like. I don't like Cleveland. We don't like the White Sox, but Jose Ramirez. I love. See, I like. You gotta like Jose. I love the individual player. That's the thing, right? That's the difference. I love the player himself, but Cleveland is always a pain in the ass. A Minnesota kicks our ass. I mean, all of our central rivals. I never hated the Royals, though. I've always liked the Royals for some reason. Bye, bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle. There you go. (laughs) But I've always enjoyed the Royals. Because they're underdogs, I think. I think because I get less of a vibe of the underdog from the Twins, Cleveland, and the White Sox for some reason. But truth be told, the Tigers have been so bad now for so long over the last eight, nine years that I'm pretty dormant inside with my rage or my displeasure with any other squad. During the heydays, you know what I really hated was the Rangers. In 2011, the Rangers beat the Tigers in the ALCS. I was at game three when Brandon Inge tied up the game in like the eighth inning. And then of course, Nelson Cruz does what he does. He hit a go ahead home run in extra innings. And the Tigers lost that year to the Rangers in the ALCS. I did dislike the Rangers immensely. And I loathe the giants for crushing us in the 2012 world series with the sweep. Yeah, I, I, I saw that too. So, I mean, you had like an ALCS and then the next year world series. So it's, you know, it's not been completely desolate, you know. No, like, that was a great run. That was a great run. Yeah. It's just we're getting farther and farther away from that now. And, you know, when 06 showed up, 2006 was maybe the greatest sports season of all time for me because the Tigers came out of nowhere. It's so it's so rare in professional sports. We got so much punditry and analysis that we have a pretty good handle on what's going to happen. We still get it wrong. We still get it wrong, even with all the eyes on all the games. But 06, the Tigers had been three years removed from that one game away from making them the worst team in baseball history. They had 119 losses. They almost broke the record for most losses. Avoided it in the last weekend. 
But then three years later in 06, they went to the World Series. It was such a quick turnaround. They didn't even win, but the journey was such a blast, man. It was. Yeah, that's awesome. I like I've always liked the Tigers too, but man, when I saw that Javier Baez signing, I was like, oh. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. that's putting it mildly. Yeah, that's putting it that's mildly. Putting right it mildly. <laughs> Shout out to Javier Baez, who's just he actually when he got since he got benched last week, he's kind of turned it around a little bit, but yes. This is the sound for Javier Baez. Yeah, we got trivia. I know that Britton Allen loves to play games, so how about this yes. one from Joe Hook here in our live chat? What's up, Joe? Can you guess the player with the highest WRC plus currently, as of today, from an AL Central team? Ooh, this is a good one. I'm going to stew on this one for a minute. You know, remember, the five teams in the AL Central are the Bozo Tigers, of course, and the Royals, and then Cleveland. Jose Ramirez is on Cleveland. We just talked about that, but I'm not sure that's the answer here. This one has to be a little bit more. I think I know the answer. I think I do know the answer. All right, tell me what do you think the answer is. You want me to tell you? Or do you want to yeah. give your guess first? Um, I'm I, not as familiar, like, the AL Central. Like, I'm trying to think. It's nobody on the Tigers. It's, I don't think anybody <laughs> on. No offense. Oh, <laughs> no how offense. dare you. I don't think it's anybody on the White Sox. I don't think it's anybody on Cleveland. It is definitely somebody on the White Sox. Is it really? The answer is, I assume the answer is Jake Berger of the Chicago White Sox. That's my guess. That is a a great answer. He's killing it. He's crushing it. Joe, am I correct? Is it Jake Berger? Jake Berger's name is on the legal pad. Oh, well, then perfect timing. It's got to be Jake Berger. (laughs) It's got to be Jake Berger. He's, He's crushing dongs, and that's what he's been doing for the last week. But I could be wrong. We'll see what the answer is, Joe. But it's a great time to talk, Jake Berger, because... I believe in Jake Berger. I always did. I've also loved his story. He tore yes. his Achilles a few years ago, and he was very open yes. about, oh, I got it wrong? Shit. Vinny Pasquantino. Damn it. I, I I thought he was having a terrible start to the year. I would have loved Oh, him. man. Well, he must be drawing a lot of walks then because walks are important in WRC+. Plus. Wow. I really thought Jake Berger's got to be close. He can't That's be far question. off. That is a great question. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, Joe, for sharing that with us. And as I look at the WRC Plus leaders in baseball right now, do you know who leads baseball in WRC Plus overall, Britton? Any cares? Any guesses on that one? Ronald Acuna. Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman, dude. In in his walk year, which, you know... People say, "Oh, yeah, walk years don't matter." I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I think they do. I think if you're about to get paid hundreds of millions of dollars, you kind of, you, you know, you take that extra tweak to go ahead and play every day. So, that's, <laughs> that, Matt Chapman is 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 a hundred percent going to have a great year, in, in my opinion. Uh, guys, I'm so pissed. I loved Matt Chapman coming into the season, and. I, this is a lesson. This is a lesson for all of you. Don't get talked out of what reason to believe that a player is going to do something. Even if others who are really, really smart told, Oh, Oh, wait a minute. We got breaking news here. Joe says I should have said among qualified hitters because Govier is technically right about burger, but qualified hitters, it's still Vinny P. So uh, I, partial credit. Yeah. I'm, I, th- I think you're tied for 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 first. <laughs> Yay! Well, that was a gr- that was a great call. 
That was a great Jake, call. Jake Bowman. That <laughs> Joe, that was awesome, by the way. I love that question. Guys, we should do more of those. Those are a lot of fun. Another time. But back to my point. Matt Chapman was a guy I really liked as a starting third baseman this year to fill out my 15-teamers for sure. Maybe a little less than 12-teamers, but certainly for 15-teamers. But I let other people talk me out of it. Don't do that. He had a 50% hard hit rate last year, all season. He had a lot of bad luck on balls that he crushed, and then Toronto made fence changes in the offseason. So everything that I... I told myself this, Britton. So why did I not follow my path? Because I'll tell you why. It just comes down to confidence. I have to believe in what I know and put it up against what anybody else knows, because there's a lot of smart people out there. You know, the Eno Saris's, uh, the, the really intelligent... Uh, Alex Chamberlain, these people are wizards with math and data, and they really, really know the game. But I, I've been playing this game for 20 years. I know baseball. So it's a lesson in confidence, and that's what I take away from Matt Chapman this year. Yeah, it's one of those things where you're, you're, you've got so many things going on during a draft, like you know maybe a third baseman fell to you that shouldn't have, or you know you ended up with Patrick Wisdom is actually <laughs> so you, yeah, it all worked out, frankly. Well, that was the but, big lie of the offseason that third base was shallow. You heard that? I know you heard that because mm-hmm. a lot of people talked about it. But there's a lot of third basemen now. Spencer Steer, Patrick Wisdom, yeah. these guys are deep third base plays that are legit useful right now. So, all right, so let's get back to Jake Berger. Tell me why you love Jake Berger. Four home runs in his past four games since April 1st. He's batting 308, five home runs, 10 RBIs, and he's going to play every day. You know, plate appearances are the key to fantasy baseball success. You got to have those plate appearances. If you look at who wins, you know, draft champions or whatever, you look at Typically, the, 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 the manager that wins has the plate appearances is at the top, if not the top. So, so Jake Berger, is, he, he's got the spot. Yohan Mankata, uh, shout out ITL. Yohan Mankata now. Yohan Mankata. Uh, so, uh, uh, Jake Berger's going to play every day at uh, third, third base uh, with Mankata out. And, um, yeah, he's crushing it, and I like him too. You know, I love going, like I said earlier, I love going down Narrative Street. And he tore his, I think he was a first-round draft pick. He tore his Achilles. He, like, had another severe injury. He's been through the S. I mean, he's had a tough 100%. He's been open about it. He talks about it. He doesn't, you know, you know, shrug it off or anything. He hits it head on. And so that's, that. I, I think that's probably one, one of the things. Because so, I'm rooting for him, you know, so... I really want it was to the 11th overall pick. He was a first-round pick. You were right. First, first-round pick, had all these setbacks, and now he's a, where he should be starting you know, third base for the Chicago White Sox. It's a success story because all, you know, can you imagine being a first-round pick and you've always been the wherever Jake Berger's from. He was the best well-known player in his city, whatever that was, and he gets oh. picked in the first round. And then – you know, he, he has these catastrophic injuries and now he's nobody because every next year there's a first round, you know, and, and things go on and people forget, but he's fought through all that. So I'm, I'm rooting for Jake Berger and I, I think he's going to be successful just because he's faced all the hard stuff. So now it's just clear sailing for him and he's already, you know, kind of won. But so yeah, Jake Berger for the White Sox is one of my favorite players to, 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 to go grab and just, put them at your corner infield and just root for them, you know, for the whole year. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I'm a huge burger guy. I've been before this year. So to me, this was an easy call. As soon as I saw him 
crank a dong and get called up. I was ready to pounce on him. I didn't know he'd hit five home runs in like a week. That's amazing. I'll take that. But he's got yep. a strong bat. He hits. His defense is terrible. That's going to be a problem. He lost the second base eligibility, which he had last year. It would have been nice to have the second and third, but it's still at third. And when Mankata comes back, because he's going to be part of the team again. He is. They're not going to get rid of Mankata. It's going to be really interesting to see if Berger gets to become like a DH, but there's Eloy coming back too. This is going to get complicated. So my only worry is Berger goes cold and then he loses opportunity. And then by June, he's in the minors again. I don't want that to happen. I think I know his bat plays. He's shown a bit of pop already in the major leagues. But guys like Romy Gonzalez, uh, you know, Hanser Alberto, the, I mean, these guys are not, you can't bend. I know defense matters in real life baseball, but this bat is too useful for them. So, yeah. And the White Sox always have injuries. And, you know, Tim Anderson, you know, Jimenez, Yoan Makata, Yoan Makata now. <laughs> How to do it? One it's a more rotation. Time. It's a rotation uh, uh, of those guys getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I, he's a hundred percent. Yes, if, if those players are going to get their jobs back when they come back from injury, but they're going to be other injuries. So, so I do like a Jake Burger. Can I can I ask you a quick burger question? Oh, give me a burger question. I love burgers. Uh, all right. So you're, you're a burger guy. Me too. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, so let, let's say like number one. Under the the sheet, you have a barbecue cheddar bacon burger. That sounds delicious. But under number two, you have a mushroom Swiss burger. Which burger does Michael Govier grab out of those two? I'll tell you this. There's a place called Shake, Shake Shack. You ever been to Shake Shack? I've heard of Shake Shack. Never been there. I don't know if they're in Tennessee yet or not. They started in New York. I was actually went to the original one in 2008. It's in a, I think it was in Washington Square Park or Madison. One of those parks down there in Manhattan. And it was delicious. But they currently have one in the Detroit area. They have a couple. They've got something called a shroom burger. So that's it, man. I'm taking the mushroom Swiss burger. They have this burger that is a burger patty with a fried portobello mushroom stuffed with cheese on top of the burger. It is the best burger maybe I've had, for real. It's so damn good. Shout out to Shake Shack. You guys are killing it with that shroom burger. It's so good. My Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of shocked because, you know, the clear favorite would be the barbecue cheddar bacon burger, but I like where your head's at. I, mushroom I, I guy. Love a, yeah, mushroom guy. <laughs> and uh, I was my, my growing up, my dad would, you know, had one of those Weber, you know, like uh, uh, grills, like old school. You pour in the charcoal and, and you. Like, oh, yeah, and sure. It, like, yeah. Dumping lighter and fluid he, on it. <laughs> dumping lighter fluid. He's got that same. It's in our garage in Jackson, Tennessee, since the 1970s, literally. He Hell yes. It's the same. It's the same Weber uh, grill, but he, he would he would do you know ground beef a burger patties, throw it on the grill and put you know the old school American cheese on it, oh. and uh, something called the Jug uh, barbecue sauce, which is the corn jug. syrup fl- flavored flavored <laughs> barbecue sauce. Mm. But, uh, but his secret was uh, English muffin. Patty uh, for 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 the the bread, Eng- t- toasted English muffin, and then put the the burger patties, and then slice it in half. That sounds great. Mm, mm, 
Mm, that sounds outstanding. That's putting it mildly. That is putting it mildly. Uh, Rupert says, why not both? Well, I mean, yeah, but we're trying to have an exercise here. We could, Of course, we could eat both of them, and we might, but it's important that we draw a line in the sand and say, this is the burger I choose, and I stand with this burger for all time. There, <laughs> this no is my burger. Choice, this There's is my no burger. There are many burgers like it, but this one is mine. So we'll shout out Full Metal Jacket there. So. <laughs> All right, so we got to wrap up the show. It's time to move on with our lives, say goodbye. Out of Rhythm Sports says, that's why you're so high on life. Oh, shrooms. Again. <laughs> Gnostic Baseball, shrooms, man, shrooms. Yeah. Hey, littering and, littering and, littering and. One question here. What do we do with Fujinami? Shintaro Fujinami of the Oakland Athletics, who came over on a one-year, $3 million deal from Japan, Nippon, fantasy baseball. It's not fantasy. It's a baseball league. If he doesn't have a good outing this Saturday, is he totally droppable after that? What do we do with Maeda? I dropped in points. You dropped Maeda in points? Um, well, the injury, the Maeda injury is less, it's not severe, right? He locked out. He's going to be okay, I think. Right. I don't know. I, I I didn't see the injury, but I I saw a picture of him. Like man, he just he he hit the floor. So I, I'm not exactly sure how uh, how, how serious the Maeda injury. Well, is. nothing was broken. It's just gonna be a nasty bruise. He got ripped by a line drive. It happens, and he had to leave the game early. I'm still pro Maeda. He's lucky. He'll be okay. I would not have dropped Maeda. I'll tell you that right now. But with Fujinami, I was big on Fujinami. I thought I was gonna be ahead of the curve because he was an afterthought in a lot of drafts. But Britain. I was wrong, 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 wrong. I was incorrect. His command, as everybody said, has not been there. The walks have been a problem. And even though he's got really good stuff and he can whiff bats, like he can miss bats for real, that's not good enough. That's not going to cut it. Wrong. So I was wrong about Fujinami. And even if he plays well Saturday, I'm going to be skeptical and wait it out. I, I don't think there's any reason to get motivated for Fujinami right now. Yeah, I, I agree. I've, I've seen only one of his starts, but it, he doesn't look good. So keep it, <laughs> He doesn't look keep, good. Keep it, keep it simple. Dynamite yeah. drop in. Can I propose a weekly Palazzo podcast cuisine half hour with Britton Allen? Oh, boy. Could be onto something there. I like what I'm hearing. That's a fine idea. Donovan says, Britton, keep kicking ass at TGFBI. Great show, guys. Hey, I appreciate that, Donovan. Am I kicking butt? T- yeah, was that was that a diss? I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I. Uh, just <laughs> Do you know what's it. going on with your TGFBI team? I haven't looked at it recently. Oh! Good? oh my goodness! Blasphemy! Blasphemy! All right. My- uh, <laughs> there's look. There's one guy I want to cover before we leave because we we're hitter heavy. I want to talk about Johan. Oviedo of the Pittsburgh yes. Pirates, who's gotten off to a really nice start. The former Cardinal is an afterthought here, I guess, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's fun, by the way, Britain. The Pirates yes. are kicking butt. They're having a good time. Jack Suwinski, he's crushing bombs. He's going to go Jack. cold. He's going to, I love Jack. He's going to go cold, too. He's like Patrick Wisdom in that. Patrick Wisdom, Jack Suwinski, very similar players. But what is your take here on Johan Oviedo? I mean, is he going to keep missing bats here? Is this a guy that. Is a streamer, or is he a guy that we should be rostering? I think he's right now. You have to roster him in fifteen teamers. I think where the debate kicks in is: eh, Am I going to really roster Johan Oviedo in twelve teamers? Uh, I'm a hundred percent in on Johan Oviedo. A hundred percent. Wow. I he is legit good. He beat Coors. He beat Coors. That's how talented he is. I, I think we, Coors. 
I think I think he's one of those guys that's on the Pittsburgh Pirates, and people are talking about him. You know, we're talking about it, obviously, but um, it, he's still somebody to go grab because it's literally got a kind of superstar great pitcher, but he's in Pittsburgh, and nobody talks about Pittsburgh all that much. But if you look at it, they are having a great start to the season. So really yes, good start. Really good start. A hundred percent. Go and grab uh, Oviedo. I I think he's going to be really good. He's kind. He kind of gives me a Luis Castillo vibe a little bit. Wow. Ooh. Okay. So yeah. So you know, people sleep on the Pirates because frankly they uh, haven't had uh, uh, you know too much to be excited about. But look, he's Andrew being dissed right here. He's wearing a Cardinals hat in his picture on <laughs> profile. <laughs> That's so mean. That's so mean. Dissing the uh, Pirates like that. But uh, <laughs> he, yeah, he's legit. And they got Andrew McCutcheon back. He's having, like, one of the best starts to uh, his career since, like, 2012 or whatever. Great to root for Andrew McCutcheon. Yep. And, my, you know, uh, Captain Jack, Jack Swinski. Remember that game, like, it was like a year ago. Didn't he have, like, a three-home run game? It may have Absolutely. been like his first call-up game. And he gave the funniest interview after that um, three-home run game. So, yeah, I, I, I like Rudolfo Castro. I'm, I'm, yeah. Let's go, Pirates. Hey, don't forget uh, my guy Bay. He's my Bay. Yeah, Jihuan Bay, but, looking good there. He's a fun play at second base and outfield eligible. And they just, they also just had the series at Coors, which is going to be cool. beneficial for a lot of people. But just remember that. Hey, they, they're, they're winning, and um, one of the reasons why is because. You know, they, that whole team chemistry thing is just kind of working now. You know, you go to Pittsburgh and you go to Pramati's, and here's another quick yeah. take. You go to Pramati Brothers and you go get that sandwich and they put those fries on it and then that huge piece of bread and they, they wrap it all up and it's so big. You eat one bite and 15 French fries shoot out the back, but you don't care because there are a thousand more inside the sandwich. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all for some Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, love this year. Mm. Yeah, I had a job where I worked in Pittsburgh a lot in 2016. I that's the first time I had Permanente Brothers, and I ate there way too many times. I also uh, got hung over partying with a friend one night. I was supposed to go to the meeting at a university the next day, and I was late because I was hung over and I was lost. And I lost that account for them, and they eventually fired me. That's a true story, guys. Success story. Look, I'm doing what I want to do here. I'm a success here. I wasn't a success there. Just remember that. Maybe you're not where you're supposed to be right now. If you feel like you're not where you're supposed to be. Maybe that's true. Just consider that. Rupert says, don't forget Connor Joe Britton has an OPS over a thousand right now. Came from the Rockies after he Connor Joe had a pretty solid first half and then he totally fell apart in the second half last year. So maybe, maybe he's a first half guy too. Maybe he'll falter, but this is real because he got off to a solid start last season. Connor Joe's another solid pickup, a guy you can stream as a hitter in 15 teamers and add flat out because just like Bay, he's got infield and outfield eligibility. That's nice. That's really, really nice. And, and, and too, and, and uh, G Man Choi just went on the IL, so that's going to open oh, up yeah. some playing time. And as you know, as I keep repeating myself over and over, it's it's all about plate appearances, you know. And if, if even on the Pittsburgh Pirates, if you get plate appearances, you're going to get you're going to get stats. So, you're 31st you know. overall in TGFBI. Donovan Miller is letting you know, Britain, that you are kicking butt flawless victory Good for you buddy that's great keep it going hey, donovan right. donovan's a 243rd it's early though so. hey hey donovan at the end of the year i'm i'm 
fairly confident I will not be in 31st <laughs> and you will not and you will not be in 243rd so uh, I, that's I'm willing to bet on that but thank you very much for the shout out Gnostic Baseball says diners drive-ins and fantasy baseball yeah yeah we're taking a little bit from Guy Ferrieri why not we don't have the hair or the sunglasses or the fire or Fla- uh, Flavor Town. We're not going to Flavor, Flavor Town. Flavor Town. Yeah, we're not. We want to. We desperately want to, but we're not going today. That's going to do it. We did the show. This is so much fun. Britton, thanks so much for uh, hosting the show with me today. This was a lot of fun. Shout out to our, my partner, Chris Deary. Hope you're doing well, my friend. We missed you here. This has been a lot of fun. Follow Britton on Twitter. Britton Allen, two T's, two L's. Utah. Two L's, two Give Z's. Two. Possible Podcast. Subscribe. YouTube. Discord's free. The Discord link's at the top of the Twitter feed of the Palazzo Podcast. It's totally free. So if you like this banter you we get in the show like this, we're doing that in the Discord all week long. So that's really a continuation of that. And if you like this show, I do bonus episodes for the Patreon. Starts at three bucks. We're welcoming everybody. Come. Come to us. Join the movement. Palazzo Podcast. Britton, thank you so much for being here, dude. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. Thank you so much for uh, letting me come on as a guest host. And also shout out to, to Chris. Uh, hopefully I'll see him uh, soon. But uh, I appreciate the opportunity. I love talking baseball uh, with you anytime, anywhere. You let me know. Look at that. You've been followed by Joe Hook. That's a big deal. Joe doesn't follow everybody. All right. Well, that, that may push me up to like 26 uh, Twitter <laughs> followers. <laughs> but I appreciate, hey, I appreciate it. Donovan says, Chris Deary, second overall in TGFBI. Holy cow. Yeah. Way to go, Deary. Hell yeah. Shout out. Wow. Hell yeah. Way to go, brother. All right. Thanks, everybody. It's been a pleasure for Britton Allen and Michael Govier. All of you in the live chat, you crushed it. It's time to turn it over to the one, the only, as this is the official fantasy baseball podcast of Russell Crowe. See ya! Right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. <laughs> and we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun. Quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.